just started. I literally started crying right before we turned on the machine. Yeah, we made a mistake. We made a mistake. We we were talking about Randy Newman, the great songwriter who wrote all the songs for the Toy Story movies for Pixar, Disney Pixar, and we remembered that he wrote the song that Sarah McLaughlin sang in Toy Story mm-hmm. Two. Yeah, when somebody loved me. And now you're also sad, dear listener. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what you're talking to me. You were talking to our audience. Our audience of one. Well, I know <laughs> I know you're sad because you and I just got sad together. Like yeah. I literally have tears running down my face. I know I was so uh, Apple did a thing to me yesterday that I haven't I haven't oh, experienced wow. much of yet cuz my my kid's only, you know, he's not even 2 yet. But they, you know, they suggest photos for you. Oh, and every yeah. once in a while, they make a little montage. They'll make a little, yeah. And this one was entitled Growing Up. No, stop it. And it just was like, don't. And they put sad piano music to oh, it. Like, gosh. they're making it a sad thing, but it is a sad thing, but also it's a happy thing. And, I, you know, you just don't know that those things can happen. This morning, I was listening to a song by Casey Musgraves. By the way, what he meant was they showed him a, a montage of, of, of my child, yeah, 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 of Jude like as a baby, baby, and then his first haircut, and then like yeah, a, and then like a picture and from then, like last week. You know, Jeffrey, our buddy Jeffrey's holding him at the beach when he was six months old, and you're like, gosh, that how how was that over a year and a half ago, or how was that a year and a half ago? Yeah. Um, but I was listening to a song this morning. Jude plays this game with me right now. We call it Happy Sad. <laughs> he'll say sad happy and he he likes me to react to what he's saying so like i'll do like a really dramatic face to that right right and you have a great face for that because you have you have like cartoonish features yeah yeah i look like a caricature just in real life um, <laughs> like when you're walking around dollywood and there's a guy sitting at a at a like yeah. an art easel with yeah a sharpie. I, I, at a bar mitzvah when i was in eighth grade I got a caricature of myself, but it looks just like me. there's no, like if I think it's still at my parents' house and if I sent you a picture, you would, cause you know, it's like usually vaguely you can tell, Oh, I can tell that's a cartoon drawing of this it's person. Just a, it's For just me, a it's just like you. someone blew my head up a tiny bit cause it's already really big. Uh, oh, but I, I, we were listening to happy and sad by Casey Musgraves this morning. Okay. If you haven't listened to it, it's a great song. I love Casey Musgraves. Right. And it's just the, the idea that she, I don't really know how to explain it other than she's like, when she's super excited, she's scared because it's going to be, she knows she's going to get sad again. Like one of the lines is, uh, they say everything that goes up must come down. And she's just talking about how like, I know I'm I'm waiting for it to hit me on the horizon. And I I felt yesterday on freaking Apple. Yeah. I was just like, both things right now. Why? 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 Yeah, I know. Because when when Time Hop sends us like, um, you know, pictures of our kids, and it was like, you know, this was 13 years ago. Yeah, you. You know, and and you know, so which means that Nora was like four. Yeah. You know, and so it's a picture of her when she's four, and she's like, <laughs> she's wearing a tutu, and she's got like, mm-hmm. you know, like strawberry shortcake sunglasses, <laughs> and like she's, <laughs> she's like, you know, like sunscreen has not been all the way wiped into her her skin yeah. she's like it's and those it's oh gosh we i had one the other day and it was like i remember the it was like it was like here's a here's a picture of of you from you know like you're saying like some beach trip mm-hmm. and it's like we're at we're at tybee island you're you're like i and it's one you're gonna experience this too but it's like one of those things where it's like 
you see the exact flip flops and you can, and your brain immediately goes back to like putting them on. I remember shoving your chunky little feet into Mm -hmm. those flip flops. And it's just like, here's the door of the Explorer bathing suit and the, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. with the green pool noodle and the, and the beautiful little strawberry shortcake sunglasses and that, and when she was blonde, you know, and I'll, I get so excited about those pictures and I'll show them to Christy and Christy goes, don't, it's just pain. Yeah. <laughs> Man. This is the saddest cold open we've ever had. What to are we the podcast. doing? We just need to restart. Welcome to uh, college football season, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even do it now. <laughs> well, you wanted to do a shout out. So I did. I we, wanted to give it. Go ahead and do that. So one let's, of our. Let's transition. One of our, uh, you know, maybe our longest standing listener at this point. Mm. Mr. Uh, he, he's an actor who Some, lives in. Actor and songwriter who lives in Texas and uh, wow. is a, is a graduate of a graduate of Texas State University. Go Bobcats! Um, I believe I believe that's in San Marcos, Texas. But they took down the Baylor Bears in re- week one, biggest win in program history. And I can't believe we didn't shout it out. I meant to. I, I texted Matthew after the show and I said, "Oh my gosh, dude! I meant to give you a shout out." It was such a great like. It's it's why you love college football yes. because that can happen. Yeah, that right there can happen. Like a program like Texas State can take down a powerhouse. Yeah, like P five program. Yeah, like, like it, was really, it was really cool. I was I was stoked for him when I saw that. I don't know how stoked he was, but I was stoked for him. <laughs> Does he care about football? That's a good question. By the way, we text about baseball sometimes because I'm a Braves fan. He's an Astros guy. Ooh. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, when the Braves Astros, beat them tough. in the World Series a few years back, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, because the Braves beat the Astros. Yeah, in the World Series. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, Jorge Soler hit the the hit a ball that's still somewhere orbiting. <laughs> it like hitched a ride. <laughs> you know when they well, say the Houston, Comet. Houston, we have a problem. Like that's what they were talking about. Oh. <laughs> uh. That's that was really good. Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. yeah um, by the way, for the uninitiated listener, Matthew Ruiz is also not only is he just a wonderful fellow, mm-hmm. but he's also one of Thomas's buddies from when Thomas did work crew at Crooked Creek as a high school student, and um, listens to the show and just about every week sends us. He'll text each of us uh, secretly, and then send us some crazy word that we're supposed to sneak into the podcast somehow into the conversation he'll send me like the word gobbledygook or something like that i'm like i'm supposed to sneak that in to you well you know we've been doing this for that that game has probably existed for it existed before lee knew it with just me at one point gosh (laughs) and matthew would be like was it this it was only between me and matthew and then it became a competition and i have never once guessed lee's word no, nah, come on. You've guessed it before. Nope. I, I never have. Welcome to Ancient and New. This is not a college football podcast, and it's not a make you sad because of a nostalgia podcast, but it is a, a podcast about the Holy Scriptures. So, shall we head there? I just I just opened my phone to get to the Scripture, and it's my kid oh. in my wife's slippers that oh, he put on, bless. and he is like so proud of it. Look at it. See, this is what I'm saying. You're. It's like... We, for some reason, for me, like I remember all the shoes mm, that yeah. I shoved my kids' chunky little feet. Well, into. this was this picture was amazing because he had been walking around in her slippers for yeah. minutes before I realized what was going on, and then I caught him and I was like, "Are you in mom's slippers?" And he just was like, 
<laughs> he was so it's like he was doing a bit until I found out about it. Oh man. It's probably not what was happening. I know. We got right. technology is amazing cuz we you know, we went Maddie and I are Maddie's having a baby in December. Her name's Daisy. She's, yeah, Daisy. She's, we're going to have a boy and a girl and um they sent us like a a gif of like the you know, we did the thing and they sent us like a gif of the when he says thing he means thing or, ultrasound or ultrasound yeah, ultrasound yeah. sonogram that's the audio one isn't it? no and sonogram's fine but like it, what i was referring to is the fact that you waved your hand like a wand in harry potter and then you expected our podcast well i just to know what I, you're talking about you know they sent us a gif of it oh that's cool so we have like a a gif of her floating around in the thing <laughs> The amniotic, amniotic fluid. In the, the uteri or whatever. They're not two. There's just a uterus. The uterus. <laughs> she's, and, not, uh, she's not going back and forth between two uteruses. But I just know that that thing is going to pop up one day. And it's like, yeah. oh. It's not just a... <laughs> Jude's ultrasounds are, or whatever they are, are like... One is like in Maddie's... One of Maddie's purses. And one is like probably uh. still in my truck that I sold. Which is so embarrassing for me to say out loud. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, he it, Daisy's just on a gif somewhere. It's That's really cool. What scripture Sorry, are we looking? Psalm fifty. Ooh, Psalm fifty. There's this really cool part in this. The, actually, this whole psalm is delectable. It's just a tasty, a tasty morsel. It's a, <laughs> it's a sweet treat. Yeah, uh, I've always loved the from the rising to the sun of the sun to where it sets. I thought it was really cool. Uh, Maybe in both. Just to say, Asaph is a person of many traits. There's a really cool moment though, where uh, where the Lord starts speaking in this. Okay. And that's where I wanted to go. Okay. I'm gonna start probably halfway through verse seven. You ready? Carry on. Okay. I am God, your God. I bring no charges against you concerning your sacrifices. Or concerning your burnt offerings, which are ever before me. I have no need of a bull from your stall or of goats from your pens. For every animal of the forest is mine. And the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains and the insects in the fields are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine and all that is in it. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Sacrifice thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High. And call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. Um, I just thought it was cool. We're in the middle of Old Testament times where sacrifices were being done on the reg. (laughs) Bulls and goats, birds, all the things that had to be done. And here's the Lord speaking up and saying, uh, I don't have any need for those. He, He... and this is just a, a cool little moment to know, like, there was a plan all along. We were not just, you know, we weren't wandering in the wilderness for, for no reason. There wasn't there wasn't a script happening. It, it There was a plan the whole time. The Lord had it in his sights the yeah. whole time. And I love the little thing you oofed about. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. It's like... I had a thing, you know, the Lord, the Lord knew the whole time he had it all laid out. And you know, it's one of these things where it's like, sure. He could have said, and he did in, in very, in, you know, obvious ways at times and sneaky ways at other times, what was going to happen the whole time. Um, but it was just like, 
I have a plan for you all. I I know what's going to happen. I know how this is going to work out. You you know, I've got you in this situation right now for for the reasons that I have you there. And, you know, just to be honest, there's one that's coming where these bulls and goats and birds and all that, it just Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. It's not going to matter. I mean, um, and I was pretty stoked about it. it. It ends in this really sweet way. Just saying, the Lord saying, yeah, sacrifice thank offerings to me. Fulfill your vows to the Most High. And then uh, call on me in your day of trouble. And then he says, I'll deliver you. Perfect. It's just like a, it's a sweet little thing where um, if I were to condense it down, just that whole segment, just to, to say like the Lord was in control the whole time. He knew what was going on. He had a plan from the get go. You, you can look back over the course of the Old Testament and watch it be fulfilled and watch a, nat- a nation be a disaster and a train wreck and completely not care about their Lord at all, who multiple times rescued them from disastrous things and brought them through crazy things. I was reading, I picked up the book of Joshua the other day and just started reading it. And you think about just in the first seven chapters of it, the crazy stuff that happens just out the gate. Yeah. You have these two spies wander into this place where they are not welcome because I know what's about to happen. And this this lady who's not an Israelite, who's a prostitute, is like, Hey, we know what we know how capable your God is. Yeah. Other nations saw it happening and they freaked out. And somehow the Israelites still were just like, Yeah, uh, whatever that guy's name who like completely ignored the lord and gathered all this gold and silver and that was tough and then they got whipped by ai yeah yeah yeah, be, yeah. yeah it just which like was, which was like an fcs you're team. just like i want to take those people and shake them by the shoulders and say what do you not see that's happening in fact you have a pillar of smoke Aiken. and fire Is that guy's name? yeah like Aken or something it was like Aken. it was something something crazy like that but um all that to say the lord is saying still call me in your day of trouble yeah and i will deliver you yeah, the, what I love uh, the part I want to underline is the part where you're talking about the plan. Like he always had the plan. That mm-hmm. it, you made me think about this verse in Revelation chapter 13 that it says this really cryptic thing, which is he talks about the Lamb who was slain from the foundation of the earth. Mm-hmm. In other words, like, and you're like, wait, but but the Lamb was slain on a specific day after a lot of time had passed and the, the earth was formed a lot of people lived and died and da, 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 and nations rose and technology changed and everything and then the roman empire and then boom there's jesus and then he was crucified so the lamb was slain and and it's like the lord's like yeah but also the lamb was slain from the foundation mm-hmm. from before the foundation of the earth in other words like this was always the plan i see time differently than you do every for God, everything is a is a present now, mm-hmm. and I love this thing of like <laughs> the 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 place where he sweetly dunks on them is like it's like they're and and this is coming for you if too. I was hungry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like this is coming for you too as as a dad. But like there are times when your your kids are like, oh, uh, dad, do you want me to do this thing for you? And you're like, <laughs> you couldn't do that for me. Like you 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 I. If I needed that, you're the last person I would ask because you're four. Yeah. You know, like there, there ain't, there's nothing that you could possibly do to help me with this right here. You're just, you're a little whippersnapper. Like you're not going to be able to do that. It's like, but, but he's, he's like, look guys, if I was hungry, I wouldn't ask you. 
I don't come to you for things. Mm-hmm. You come and exactly yeah, what yeah, you're exactly, saying. Yeah. You come to me for things. Yeah. I don't need anything from you. Yeah. Now, I want to have a relationship with you, but I don't I don't have needs that you can actually meet. Right, right. And and then that takes me to the place of like, so these sacrifices, they were important. Why were they important? Yeah. They're for you. Yeah. They're for you to understand something. Right, exactly. Which is that Innocent blood has to be shed. Yeah, sin is messy, man. Yeah, it's yucky. It makes everything complicated. Yeah. It is it is sad. It is mm-hmm. it is messy. It is problematic. It ends things that were going. Mm-hmm. It's it's a problem. Yeah. I don't I'm not asking you to do these sacrifices because I somehow need the, anything from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you are a child, right? Yeah, <laughs> which makes You're me think about yeah. makes me think about Arnold Schwarzenegger in the in the movie <laughs> Pumping Iron. You are a child. Yeah, <laughs> when they ask him about his buddy Franco, he's like, "Franco is a child." <laughs> On the day of the contest, I'm his father. I haven't seen it, but so I've good. heard. I feel like I have it. It's a classic. Man, I love that. That's awesome. Uh, can we go somewhere super familiar for both of us? Uh, John chapter eleven. Ow, Yoshi. <laughs> so the uninitiated is like what yes this is also a uh we we actually spar while we're doing this i don't know if y'all knew that lee and i currently are in full headgear <laughs> wait what's the thing john 11 Ooh, laz yeah we're gonna last let's last it um which um <laughs> uh, his hebrew name would have been eliezer by the way mm. lazarus is like the greek rendition of the hebrew name eliezer eliezer which I think is cool. Yeah, Eliezer's somewhere in the line, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is an Eliezer. In yeah, the different line. different Eliezer. Um, okay. Uh, so, there are these three siblings that live in a town called Bethany. This family is just like Thomas Cox's family and just like my kids too. There's. Oh, no, I always feel so... I always feel a little bit drawn to them. Yeah, because... Because of that. Yeah, know? it's like two older sisters and then a little brother. Yeah, does it ever officially call them the older sisters or is it one of these things where you can... I can't remember. If I just... Have I just known in my heart that he's a younger brother based on the I way think, he's treated? I think th- I think you can infer that by the order Yeah, that they're always referred. They're always referred in birth order. Like, it's uh, Martha... Well, they always call it Martha to Mary's house or Martha's house. Yeah, it's Martha's house, so she's the oldest. Yeah, but also, like, if you were to look at, like, if you were to look at the psychology of birth order, Mm -hmm. they fit it. You know what I mean? Uh, 100%. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's it's a trope almost. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so you got these two older sisters and this little brother. So it's like, it's like Sam Levesey. Yeah. It's like Thomas Cox. It's like Jack Younger. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the two older sisters and the little brother. And the two older sisters are writing. They wrote correspondence and had it sent to the town that Jesus was in because their brother was sick and he was dying. Yeah. So uh, this is chapter John chapter 11, verse 1. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. <laughs> this Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped her feet wiped his feet with her hair. So that's a movie that's a little movie trailer right there. That's a little spoiler alert. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't even happened yet. It doesn't happen in, until chapter in, twelve. Yeah, in the order of this book it hasn't yeah, happened. John, it's really cool. It's like John just can't wait. Yeah, he's, he's just like, like oh, goes, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. And it also goes back to the thing that uh, when when it tells the story of 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 Jesus' feet being anointed the night or the week before his death, he says 
this is going to be told wherever the gospel is proclaimed. So the people that he's writing to will have known that story already, yeah. which I think is rad. Yeah. So he's like, oh, by the way, that thing y'all already know about, like that story has already passed. So right. verse three. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, so now a runner has gone to the town Jesus is in, has given him the message. He's with his guys. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. Okay. Um, this is such an interesting word of Jesus right here because Lazarus did die. Mm-hmm. He died. And when, when, he fin- when Jesus finally says, let's go back, let's go to uh let's go to Jerusalem and let's go to Bethany. They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. People want to kill you there." Mm-hmm. Uh, why are we going there? And Jesus is like, "Because we need to go wake Lazarus up. Mm-hmm. He's sleeping." And 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 the guys are like, "Well, if he's sleeping, then he's going to get better. I mean, sleep is like the cure-all." Right. And Jesus finally says, "He's dead." And if I was one of the 12, I'd be like, Hold, uh, yeah. I'm raising my hand right. here, Lord. You said this sickness will not end in death. Now, for those of us who've read the book of John before, we're like, wait a minute. It doesn't end in death because mm-hmm. Jesus raised him from the dead. Well, the thing about Lazarus is he got sick with something else later mm-hmm. or just yeah. got old and died of something else later. Yeah. Here's what's really amazing about Jesus is... A life with Jesus does not mean there won't be suffering, pain, confusion, sorrow, or death. What it does mean is all of those things are a detour because your story does not end in those things. Yeah. Like this statement about Lazarus is a thing that could be that could be said about any believer at any time. This sickness will not end in death. Like that could be the word of Jesus over anything in your life. Yeah. Whatever problem you're facing right now, whatever sorrow you're going through, this sorrow does not end with you not getting your heart's deepest desire. Yeah. It just doesn't. It's a detour. Mm. It's something that you're going to pass through. It's a stop. It's it's a stop on this this train yeah. journey that you're yeah. on. Like um I remember when cool. when Matt and I, Matt King and I were in London and we're on the we're on the tube which is what they call the subway and or the say metro. You want to the tube. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the tube. Say Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I say Tuesday. I don't say Tuesday. No, you don't put the CH, but you put the, I just pronounce all the letters that are in the word. <laughs> Tuesday. Well, I didn't know this was going to be such a hang up. <laughs> Your face went intense quickly. Tuesday. Okay. Everybody else says Tuesday. <laughs> nobody, nobody on like this couch says Tuesday. I say Tuesday. Just exactly the same. It's thing. literally not. <laughs> I need I need a listener who is not from the South to respond on some, one of our social medias and say, yeah, Thomas's are different so, things. So also, southern. I don't have you as said, much. You of sounded the, like Tim Priest when you said that. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. There's no way. Hold up. You sounded like the that video for Condridge Holloway. <laughs> How did I become the victim in this story? I called you out on one thing, and now I'm. Listen, we're on the we're on the tube, okay. And it and like, and the one of the mo- really momentous things happened was like they call out the name of every you know stop, and in in London all the the all the tube stops have great 
British yeah, yeah, names. Yeah. Like one of them is literally Elephant and Castle. Yeah, there's I, I saw a TikTok once that was like on London, you can be on this tube ride. And he, and it listed the names and it was hilarious. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's fantastic. But so we're going along and the and the the automated voice in the in the train car says, Next stop, Baker Street. And it was just like I was like Oh man! And it was like the the doors slid open, people got out, and people got on. And on the the tile mosaic on the wall of the tube, tell me about it. There was Silly. literally it's all, all the white tile, mm-hmm. little tiny white squares with grout in between the tile. But there was a silhouette of a of a dude with a pipe in his mouth and that little hat. And it was just like you did it. You just went ahead and shouted out Sherlock Holmes. As you should. It was so great. Yeah. It was, and when, what? I, and my whole point in bringing that up, the Tim Priest, the Conjures Hall, all of it, is to say, whatever suffering you're currently going through, or whatever disappointment, or whatever heartbreak you have, your story does not end there. That's that's a stop on your train journey. The doors will open, people will get off, and we'll get on. And then the doors will close and you're going somewhere else. Like this sickness does not end in death. Mm -hmm. This problem does not end in your life being ruined. This, this issue that you're facing is not where your story ends. Your story ends in beauty and depth and amazing paradise that Mm -hmm. you can't even possibly imagine. Yeah. It's a really cool thought. There's, there's something that I try to do with high schoolers whenever we talk about sin and, uh, and it's just like, you know, it, a lot of things pop into your head whenever you know that you have screwed up, right? Like there's something you immediately go to all the worst places, not yeah. for everybody, but like, especially when you're in high school and you're just starting to walk with the Lord, uh, you, it, it's easy to start distancing yourself from him, feeling shame, feeling terrible, thinking he's mad at you, thinking, thinking you're bad. And, uh, one thing that I try to do is to, to teach them like, Hey, what, you know, whenever we have this conversation, the first thing I say is, what do you know to be true about God? Hmm. What are, what are some characteristics of God before we even talk about sin? Yeah. And you know, he's slow to be angry. He, yeah, he is good. compassionate, full of grace, uh, loves justice and mercy. And you know, you, you start, you add this like idea cloud of like who God is. And then you start talking about sin and then you realize like, what if my first thought went to, here are the characteristics of God, not here is how he feels about me in this moment, because it's actually not true. But for some reason we have conditioned ourselves to think that's where that's, that's true. Like we are bad. God thinks we are bad. We are in trouble. God is mad at me. Right. You know, all these things, but it's like, wait, if you actually just thought about who God is, you wouldn't get there. In fact, you would get to the place of, uh, asking for forgiveness and getting over it a lot quicker. If you remembered who God is and the characteristics of God. So all that to say, it would be a really cool thought process to think what you're saying. Add that to the the situation. Add the, add that to the thought process. Like, I'm going through a hard time. Okay, before I get down, go down the rabbit hole of of spiraling into. Here's all the bad things that are going to happen because of this. Here's all the things that God is going to do to me because of this. If you could add in that thought process, no, this is just a a stop on the tube. This is just a subway stop. It's just a stop on the tube. It's just a stop. I know. Here's what I know to be true about God. Before I do anything else, here here is here are the factual good, good, evidence good. of yes, who go. He is. Before I let myself, that's not to say don't don't feel the sadness, don't feel the hurt, don't feel the whatever. 
but there's there's a layer deeper that you can stop yourself from going to if you add in this 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 thing you're talking about. If you add in the the ability to say, uh, what do I know to be true about God before I go ahead and prescribe things that He is doing to me because of the bad things that he already feels towards me when you say that out loud you're like wait a second that's not true that's <laughs> yeah. not that's not yeah, in our yeah, theology yeah. that's not in our handbook that's that's whatever you know what i mean i don't know if i'm making sense no that's fantastic i love it that's a there's a serum in there right there that's good a serum a germ yeah there's a germ of a serum, a germ of a serum. Um, that's it's, it's just because it's literally my like theology on how to teach high schoolers about sin hey it works works for me um Guys, it's Florida week. Go Vols. Yeah. We're hoping, we're hoping for a big Saturday. We're hoping for it. And I also, I, w- I want to, um, I'm going to play something here at the, at the end of the show. This is from our buddy um, who used to listen to the show um, named Austin White. And, um, <laughs> and who used to, I didn't know. I, just, I literally, I was like, do we call people out like that? Yeah. And then I was like, oh yeah, we do. Yeah, we definitely. Oh, look, we call the mics. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. Well, yeah, nobody yeah. else is It's holding. not basketball season. No. <laughs> anyway, I want to play this. This is great. Uh, our, our buddy who used to listen to the show, Austin White, the big papa, is a big uh, Kentucky fan, and he always sends, me, sends us stuff like this when it's uh, football season. talking about oak ridge right definitely he's talking about i mean what in the video he's wearing oak ridge wildcats wild yeah he's a wildcat fan he is there's no other high school in the area that he would cheer for i'm lee i'm thomas this has been ancient
For I 